It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to the show, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage, John Spears in studio. I had a great weekend. First real weekend, full weekend of football. Because the NFL started, college football's in week three, had high school Friday night. It's a great weekend. Uh, the six-pack was 3-3 three and three with a really bad beat. Oh, unbelievably bad beat. Tony and Big Al the Fish's NFL locks, 3-2. and two. Hey, that's a moneymaker. Week one of the Tony and Big Al the Fish's locks. Uh, off to a rousing start. We will check with Scooter tomorrow. As he picked every NFL game, we'll see how he did uh, on his picks. It is Monday, September 11th. You can't say those words, September 11th, without reminiscing. It was 22 years ago today that the towers fell, that the uh, attack on New York City and the capital of the nation uh, were underway. I remember where I was. I'm sure if you're old enough, you remember where you were. So take a minute today. Thank a first responder, thank a fireman, thank a policeman, because they were the real heroes on 9-11 and beyond. It was a tragic, tragic day. I remember when I was a kid, I was born on the day that John F. Kennedy was buried, November 25th, 1963. And as I grew up, everybody would always tell me they remember where they were when John F. Kennedy got shot on November 22nd. They remember watching it on TV. They remember Walter Cronkite. They remember it being in Dallas and what they were doing, whether they were ironing clothes or at work, whatever it was. And I thought, man, that's, that's awful. You got a, a tragic event, and you remember where you were. I don't remember where I was when the Cubs won the World Series. I know I watched it. I'm a big Cub fan. They hadn't done it in 108 years. But I don't remember exactly where I was or exactly what that feeling was. But we remember the horrific things. And we remember 9-11 and where we were. I was at work. It was a Tuesday morning. I know that. Why? Because I remember it. I left work early. Got the rest of the day off. Not because of 9-11, but because there wasn't a whole lot of work to do. I had some vacation time. I took the rest of the day off. As soon as the first tower was hit by an aircraft. I went home and I watched it on television all day, all night, all the next day. I remember when the Yankees came back and played baseball. And the president, George W. Bush, was there to throw out the first pitch and sort of remind us that, hey, we're America. We're, we're, it sucks, but we're going to be okay. So take time out today and thank somebody. Take time out and hug a loved one. Just say, hey, you know what? It's not always roses around here, but you know what? We're, it's 22 years later, still recovering, may never recover, but still recovering, still working on it, still working at it. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the sports portion of the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction? Head to Thornton's. 
the uh, the weather might be changing. It might be getting chillier, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy a 32-ounce fountain drink for 89 cents at Thornton's. Or smaller. If you don't want 32 ounces, I don't understand it, but okay. If you'd rather have 24 ounces or 16, good for you. I'm getting the 32. Because if I can't drink it all, I know where I can throw it away. And it's still only 89 cents. So stop in Thornton's today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A good weekend for the local schools. Indiana, Louisville, of course, won Thursday. I already talked about that Friday. You can listen to it on the podcast if you missed it. Just search for Spears on Sports at uh, wherever you get your podcast. Indiana with a nice win Friday night. 41 to 7 over Indiana State. Kentucky struggles with Eastern Kentucky, trailed in the second half, but came away with a 28 to 17 victory over the Colonels. These are not fun football games. Louisville and Murray State Thursday night, I was there, 56 nil. It was not fun. It was uh, interesting that five Louisville quarterbacks completed a pass uh, for the first time ever in the same game. Five completed a pass for the first time ever in the same season. I mean, those are neat little things. Jeff Brom wins his home opener by, uh, you know, a bunch. Indiana was up 21-0 after the first quarter. We knew Indiana State was terrible. They were. The Hoosiers piled up 558 yards, and they found their quarterback. Taven Jackson, Trace Jackson Davis's brother, is going to try to make us forget that he's Trace Jackson Davis's brother and just remember that he's the Indiana quarterback. 18 of 21, 236 yards. He also ran for a 10-yard touchdown. And after the game, Tom Allen said he's our quarterback going forward. Uh, I know it was between Soresby and Jackson, a couple of freshmen. You got the upperclassmen injured, so you're piecing it together. Now you got Louisville coming to town. Well, they're not coming to Bloomington. They're coming to Indianapolis, UofL, and Indiana Saturday at noon, Big Ten Network. Louisville, by the way, nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Jalen Lucas was good in Indiana's win, 10 carries, 88 yards, two touchdowns. He also had four receptions for 39 yards. But, again, this is a game you you got to win if you're IU. You're one-and-one one now. You got Louisville. Then you got Akron. All right, two-and-two. Two. Three and one would be great if you're a Hoosier fan. I don't see it, but it would be great. In fact, if I had to grade the three local teams so far, Louisville gets a B plus. They won two games that they should have won. They were favored over Georgia Tech. They won that game. They were it was a mismatch against Murray. Kentucky, I'll give Kentucky a C plus. Again, slow start against Ball State. They pull away at the end, get a defensive touchdown, a kickoff return touchdown. And the offense sputtered again on Saturday against Eastern Kentucky. Devin Leary, 23 of 37, 243, four touchdowns and an interception. Those are pretty good numbers. Those are pretty good numbers against a good team. Against Eastern Kentucky, those... Look, the four touchdowns, okay, that's impressive. You had 14 misfires, a lot of them overthrows. He's not 
been as good as we had hoped if we're if you're a Kentucky fan. He has not been as advertised. Tavion Robinson was great. Five catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns, 56-yard run for Tavion Robinson on the uh, wide receiver run. Barion Brown had a touchdown. Dane Key had some yardage. Ray Davis ran for 52, uh, caught three for 36 for a touchdown. But they only scored 28 points against Eastern Kentucky. Remember, Cincinnati, who, by the way, beat Pittsburgh this weekend in Pittsburgh, Cincinnati put up 66 on this same Eastern Kentucky defense. Made it look easy. Now the Cats have Akron coming in. Akron is not good. I don't know how else I can say it. They're one and one. They, um, as I quickly go to the internet, <laughs> they won it. They lost a game. They lost a Temple. Uh, that game, by the way, with Akron for Kentucky is a seven o'clock start. And it is on ESPNU, which kind of surprised me. I guess you're running out of games. Akron lost to Temple 24-21 to start the season. Then they beat Morgan State by the same score, 24-21. They'll they'll be at Kentucky at Indiana the next two weeks. They're not good out of the Mid-American Conference. And we get on Kentucky's schedule, rightfully so, But the SEC, all of the SEC teams do this. They play three bad teams, and they play a Power 5 team. It just so happens Kentucky's Power 5 opponent is always Louisville. It's always Louisville. And they're not going to play a second one because they want wins. They want to get bowl eligible as soon as possible. You're going to play Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, and Akron the first three weeks of the season and Louisville at the end of the season. That's it. Most SEC teams do the same thing. Well, you know, uh, Auburn played California this weekend. Well, who else do they play? And by the way, California is as much of a Power 5 school as Vanderbilt. No offense to either school, but they're not at the top of their conference. Let's put it that way. Uh, Mississippi State played Arizona. Yeah, all right. The Pac-12, by the way, (laughs) I know we we make a lot of jokes. It's the Pac-2 starting next year with Washington State and Oregon State. The Pac-12 has only four losses. One of them is Stanford's loss to USC, so you you can't count that. Arizona lost late Saturday night to Mississippi State, Arizona State lost late Saturday night to Oklahoma State, and uh, California lost late Saturday to Auburn. So they were a whole bunch in one, and the only one was Stanford losing to USC for a long time. By the way, the Pac-12, seven teams in the AP Top 25 this week. They have seven teams, and it's a conference that is only going to have two members next year. Washington State, is one of the two members, and Oregon State, and they're both in the top 25. That is my stat of the day right there. That's my stat of the day. So 
Kentucky's a 25-point favorite against Akron, as they should be. They should roll. They should take care of business. But they should have taken care of business Saturday. I'm giving them a C-plus right now. Louisville B-plus. Kentucky C-plus. I'm going to give Indiana a C-plus with Kentucky. Now, are they as good as Kentucky? No. Would they beat Kentucky? Probably not. But they played Ohio State to a 23-3 game. And they took care of business against a bad Indiana State team a heck of a lot better than Kentucky took care of business against EKU. So I'm giving Tom Allen little little props here, little props. And if you're Louisville, I would say this, don't take it lightly. And it's Jeff Brom, and they won't take it lightly. They'll, they're probably going to put some points up. Keep in mind, it's a nine-and-a-half-point spread, and there's a reason it's not, you know, 17. It's nine and a half because Indiana held Ohio State to 23. Ohio State may or may not have quarterback issues, just like Alabama, by the way. And they held a bad Indiana State team to seven. Indiana's defense has shown up both weeks. Now they found their quarterback, at least they think they found their quarterback in Tavian, uh, Taven Jackson. So there are upsets every week. Right? We never know who it's going to be. Louisville, I wouldn't say they're prime for an upset because they don't have an impending doom foe down the road next game down. It's Boston College who's terrible. Um, they're not coming off of a huge upset win. They killed Murray State. So they're not in one of those windows, one of those, uh, you know, Spots in the middle of the schedule where you're either coming off a big win or you're looking ahead to a big game. They're not there. So I, I like Louisville this week to win somewhere around where the spread is. But Indiana's been better than we thought they were going to be, even though they're only one and one. Look, nobody had them beating Ohio State, and everybody had them beating Indiana State. So they're right where they're supposed to be. In fact, they're probably going to be two and two which is right where everyone has them after four games. It's what they do in conference after those four games. Because after that, you got eight conference games left. You got eight conference games. Uh, Texas 34, Alabama 24. My buddy Slugger called me, uh, texted me Saturday, said, hey, let's go to Churchill Downs' new race and sports book and watch Texas and Alabama. Check it out. Legalized gambling in the state of Kentucky. Let's run over to Churchill. Churchill is spotless. It's gorgeous. Churchill Downs. You walk through the gates. Everything's clean. And then you get to the sports book. Yikes. Yikes. It, it's as dirty. Dave, it's as dirty as a bus depot. Not good. Trash everywhere. <laughs> Beer was six fifty, by the way. Yeah, six fifty for a Mick Ultra bottle. Yikes! We were there twenty minutes. <laughs> we made our bet. I bet on Texas, by the way. Money line. Thank you very much. We made our bets and we left. 20 minutes 
after getting there and went to shenanigans to watch the rest of the game. <sighs> it's just, you know, have somebody picking up trash off the tables. That's all. That's all. Give me a little custodial work. Mop up a spill once in a while. It's uh, brutal. Brutally bad. I expected more. I haven't been to Derby City Gaming yet, but I will. It's right. It's three minutes from my house. So I will hit Derby City Gaming and see what that looks like. But Texas, impressive Alabama quarterback issues. It's the rolls off of Nick Saban. Well, look, Nick Saban's got a little bit of history on his side. He's got a whole bunch of national titles. He's got a whole bunch of SEC championship. Nick Saban's going to step down when Nick Saban wants to step down. That's it. And he should be allowed to. He should be allowed to. Any Louisville fan will tell you, Denny Crum, even though his last couple years weren't good, he should have been allowed to be at that university as long as he wanted. As long as he wanted to coach. Didn't matter. Barring a scandal like Bob Knight or uh, Mel Tucker at Michigan State, yikes, he should have been allowed to stay as long as he wanted. And that's the same for Nick Saban. Do you want to go three and nine for three years in a row and then step down? Okay. You've earned it. But they've got quarterback issues. They've got defensive back issues. Texas scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. And they did it fairly easily. They're up to number four in the poll, by the way. The new AP poll. Uh, It's Georgia, Michigan. Florida State is now third in the preseason poll. I think they are in the current AP poll. They started eight in the preseason. Texas is fourth, up seven spots. Southern Cal moved up a spot to, to fifth. Ohio State dropped to sixth. Ohio State was third in the country in the preseason poll. They're 2-0, and and now they're sixth. So a lot of eye tests are telling people Ohio State, not as good as we thought. Quarterback issues for the Buckeyes. Uh, Penn State is still seventh. Washington is still eighth. Notre Dame, after their impressive win at NC State, up one to ninth. And Alabama drops seven spots to 10th. Tennessee, unimpressive win over Austin P. They dropped two spots to 11th. Then you got Utah, Oregon, LSU, Kansas State, Oregon State, Ole Miss, Colorado up four to 18. Oklahoma and North Carolina, Duke, Miami, in the poll for the first time, Washington State in the poll for the first time, UCLA in the poll for the first time, and Iowa in the poll for the first time. We'll take a break, come back, more college football reaction, and it's overreactions Monday in the NFL. We'll talk about all that more. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, what did you see this weekend that you liked or didn't like in college or pro football? Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. 414-1450. That's the way to text the show. And all I ask is that you keep it clean. That's all. Let's go to the M&M Courage Hotline. Bring in David. Good Monday morning, David, or good afternoon, I should say. Yeah, afternoon, John. 
Oh, I tell you, with the NFL this weekend, what was really hard to watch for me was last night's NFL game. Yikes! I don't know what's happened to the New York Giants, but the, they made the Cowboys look like they're they could be you know they could be what uh, uh, division champions already. The way uh, Dallas played last night, I don't know what the Giants were doing. Man, that was hard to watch. Well, I had the Giants in the six pack, so not good. Did you really? Yes, not good. Mm. Uh, three and three is still three and three, though. Okay, so okay, not, not too bad. But uh, you know, Daniel Jones got all the money, and Saquon Barkley didn't get any money. He got franchise tag. Um, mm. Keep this in mind. We it's overreaction Monday. It's one game now. It's on. You only get seventeen. So you got to turn it around quickly. I understand that. But it's one game. The, the Dallas Cowboys' first offensive touchdown was their 26th point. So they, got a, they had a blocked field goal for a touchdown. They had an interception where the receiver caught it and got jostled loose from him for a touchdown, and they had a couple field goals. So they didn't really score offensively. The Giants put themselves in a horrible position at the end of the first quarter. I think it was 19 to nothing. Yeah, and the Giants missing field goals too. Miss field a block. And then they a missed, missed field, field goal. goal. Mm, uh, block, they couldn't yeah. get anything. Now Dallas's defense was unbelievable last night. They were. They looked like they. Had, it was great. It looked like they had thirteen guys on the field. Daniel Jones didn't have a chance. Barkley couldn't get any yardage going on the ground. Um, they had a whole lot of three and outs, or or maybe they won first down and that was it. Uh, I think Dallas had. Seven sacks toward the end of the game. I don't know what they finished with, but they had seven at one point. And it was a bloodletting. And Giants fans are understandably overreacting this morning. I get it. 40 to nothing against your division rival at home, not good. But it's one game. It's one game. And the Giants can just as easily bounce back next week. Uh, let's see who the Giants have next week. They are at Arizona. That sounds like a nice little bounce-back game if you're a Giants fan. I could say that uh, Green Bay was good yesterday, though. Jordan you Love know, looked without great. Without Aaron Rodgers, uh, Jordan Love, yeah. He looked great. And, uh, again, yeah. again, and I'm going to say this. about i got a whole list of overreactions. The uh, Green Bay overreaction is we love to love Mr. Love. That's, that's their overreaction today. Aaron who, Brett who, look at this young kid just take over and throw down the field and, and be poised in the pocket, and we killed the Bears. The Bears were favored in this game by a point. We beat them by 18. Well, you know, Super Bowl for the Green Bay Packers. Okay, slow your roll, right? Land the plane here is all I'm saying. Land the plane. Because and it, I'm sure another phrase will be, all you game. need is love, right? All you need I'm is sure Jordan fr- Love, yes. Be yeah, ready. Jordan Love. I bet with, that'll be another phrase that'll be there, too. apologies to the Beatles. All you need is Jordan Love. <laughs> the Beatles, right. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, David. I appreciate the call as sure. always. And I'll get to the NFL. I do want to talk a little more college football first, but I do have the overreactions for uh, a bunch of NFL teams this morning, whether it's good or bad, because the Cowboys are going to have overreactions. Right? They are. The Bengals are going to have bad overreactions. That's just where we live. All right. Some news and notes before I get back to football. The USA lost in the FIBA World Cup to Lithuania in the pool play round. Then they lost. 
to Germany in the semifinals. And then in the bronze medal game, they lost to Canada. If football had not been going on this weekend, this would have led all the sportscasts. We would have been going nuts about how can the USA lose to Germany and Canada and Lithuania in an international basketball. What are we doing? Look, Canada had a good team. Shea Gilgis-Alexander's on that team. Dylan Brooks is on that team. He was a leading scorer. That's a really good Canadian team. And the U.S. obviously didn't send their best players to the FIBA World Cup. But today it is being reported that LeBron James has already announced he's going to play in Paris in the Olympics next, next summer, and he's going to recruit Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis and a bunch of other stars that didn't play that are going to go over to uh, Paris and, you know, whip all the other countries. We're, we got payback for Lithuania, and we got payback for Germany and payback for Canada. Why didn't you play in the FIBA World Cup, LeBron? If you're so passionate about it, why didn't you get all your buddies and, and play at the FIBA World Cup? And I understand the Olympics is a – you know, it's it's a bigger deal than the FIBA World Cup. You could have waited on this. That's all. You don't do it two days after the fact. Hey, you know what, Steve Kerr? Uh, don't worry. You're still the coach, and I'm going to get all my buddies, and you're going to talk Steph Curry into playing because he's a warrior, and uh, I'm going to talk AD into playing, and we're going to get Kevin Durant on board. And we're going to save the, We're going to save the day. You're sort of bad-mouthing. The U.S. team here, which are guy, these are guys you're going to have to play against in the upcoming NBA season. Guys like Jalen Brunson, guys like well, you got a teammate in Austin Reeves. You're bad mouthing Austin Reeves, who was one of the best players on the Lakers last year. Anthony Edwards, maybe probably the best player that went to the World Cup. You're bad mouthing him. Be careful. Be careful. You could have done this quietly. You didn't have to make it a uh, fodder for the media. You didn't have to do that. LeBron James could have behind the scenes just been calling Steph Curry and Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant and whoever else he wants to call and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to play in the Olympics. Why don't you Why don't you come with me? Let's get that gold medal. Let's, let's make up for this FIBA World Cup and not made it media known. But he didn't. He, he had to get it out in the media. And you would think – Somebody with the longevity and experience of LeBron James would be wise enough to say, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make anything out of this now. I'm not gonna say anything about, hey, we gotta go over to Paris and restore the dignity of USA basketball. Don't do that. You're you're bad mouthing the American players that did take the time out of their schedule and did go over there and play. Was, is it embarrassing to lose to Germany and Canada and Lithuania without Jokic? Yeah, sure it is. But if you didn't want that embarrassment, why didn't you go? Why didn't you go play? Kevin Durant, why didn't you go play? That's all. Timing is everything. He could have waited a month and said, you know what, been working behind the scenes. I uh, feel bad for those guys that went over there and lost, but, you know, we're going to – our, our goal now is to win the gold medal in Paris, and we're going to take, you know, I got some guys on board, and we're going to go. Wait wait a little while, okay? Let the let the uh, sore heal over. At least get a scab on that thing, man. Because it's an open wound right now, 
and he's pouring salt in it. Congratulations to Novak Djokovic. He won his 24th Grand Slam event. That's more than any player, male player ever. Uh, beat Daniel Medvedev straight sets in the uh, U.S. Open, and uh, it was impressive. Uh, everybody wanted Carlos Alcaraz to against Djokovic in the final, but Medvedev upset Alcaraz. I didn't even watch that match because I thought it was a foregone conclusion that Carlos Alcaraz was going to the final because he's good, man. He is going to be around for a long, long time. He's young and he's good. And congrats to American Coco Golf, 19 years old, who uh, won the uh, women's U.S. Open. I thought she was like 25. Was it, did she start playing when she was 13? My God. Crazy. Texter says those players deserve to be bad mouth. LeBron was trying to let the youngins prove themselves, and they failed badly. That's all true. All that is true except for they don't deserve to be bad mouth. They went over there and tried to represent their country. That's all. You know, somebody wins, somebody loses. It is not Walker Kessler's fault that Anthony Davis didn't want to go to the World Cup. Right? It's not Anthony Edwards' fault that, that uh, uh, Kevin Durant didn't want to go to the World Cup. They went over there. They played hard. A couple things didn't go their way. They lost overtime to Canada. That's the one everybody's upset about. Lithuania, oh, you know, those guys have been playing together for years. Well, they didn't have Jokic. And it was just a pool play game. We were still going to be in the Final Four. No big deal. Or was it Serbia? Serbia. I'm sorry. I keep saying Lithuania. Or maybe it was Lithuania. Tony Burke will straighten me out. And Germany? Oh, man. Ouch. That hurts. I can lose. Well, okay. That's terrible. But let's win the bronze medal game. And then you don't. You lose to Canada. Who, by the way, had the best players available for Canada. All right, I'm off of that. College football, number one, Georgia had no problem with Ball State. Ball State, what are you doing? Kentucky and Georgia to open the season on the road? Uh, I hope those checks are good. Georgia will be at home against South Carolina this weekend. South Carolina, by the way, has uh, opened. <laughs> if anybody's open with a tough schedule, it's been South Carolina. My goodness. They – uh Lost to North Carolina, 31-17. to They did beat Furman, and now they got Georgia, Mississippi State, Tennessee, bang, bang, bang. Not until November when they get Jacksonville State. And they finish, by the way, with their traditional rival, Clemson, who is out of the top 25 for the first time in my memory. Michigan beat UNLV 35-7, to number two Michigan. Uh, they're uh, – Still without Jim Harbaugh, who is being uh, punished for four games for lying to the NCAA. They will continue their onslaught with Bowling Green State on Saturday. Yikes. Uh, Florida State, impressive win over Southern Miss. Florida State gets at Boston College a week before Boston College comes to Louisville. If you're a Louisville fan, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, Ohio State beat Youngstown State 35-7. Buckeyes get Western Kentucky next week. That is a CBS 330 nationally televised game. 
WKU in the limelight at Ohio State. Western, by the way, is 2-0. They beat Houston Christian 52-22 this past weekend. They will put the ball in the air. They will play at a fast pace, and they will try to outscore you. That's what they're going to do against everybody, including Ohio State. They're not going to outscore Ohio State. Let me be clear about that. But that's a great game for me to watch. That's a fun game, man. Three, uh, Four o'clock, I should say, on Fox, not CBS. Four o'clock on Fox, national TV. Ohio State is a 27.5 point favorite. Southern Cal, my national champions, are 3-0 and now. They beat Stanford in a conference game, 56-10. They got a week off to... Uh, Get ready for the rest of the season. Actually, they got a week off to get ready for, well, three weeks they play Colorado in Colorado, in Boulder. By the way, everybody's going to Colorado this weekend. ESPN, Fox pregame, they're all game day. They're all going to be in Boulder, Colorado for Colorado, Colorado State? Question mark? Seventh-ranked Penn State had no trouble with Delaware. Washington, no trouble with Tulsa, Tennessee, Struggled for a while, but beat Austin P 30 to 13. Tennessee is at Florida next week. Not a good Florida team, but they will be in Gainesville. Notre Dame was my first winner in the six pack. They took care of NC State after a weather delay. 45 24 was the final there. The Irish are 3 0. They get Central Michigan at home this week. 12th ranked Utah beat Baylor 20 to 13. Here was my bad beat of the weekend. 13th-ranked Oregon beats Texas Tech 38-30. I was getting six and a half in that game. It was 31-30. Texas Tech got the ball back and threw a 42-yard pick six with under a minute to play. Ouch. That one hurts. That's why you don't gamble. That's a bad beat. LSU uh, put 72 up on Grambling. Kansas State beat Troy. Oregon State, 55 on UC Davis. North Carolina App State was interesting. Double overtime. The Tar Heels pull it out 40-34. to They've got Minnesota in a Big Ten ACC matchup coming to Chapel Hill on Saturday. 18th-ranked Oklahoma struggled, but finally pulled away from SMU 28-11. My third winner in college football was Washington State. They pulled the, I guess, upset at home. They were six-point dogs, beat Wisconsin 31-22. to So I was 2-1 and one in my college picks, feeling pretty good going into Sunday. That Sunday did not go well for the record. Ole Miss-Tulane, top 25 matchup on the road. The Rebels were able to beat the Green Wave 37-20. to Duke. 42-7 over Lafayette. Colorado, Nebraska, we thought it would be close, and it was for a while, but the Buffaloes pulled away 36-14. Uh, to 14. They're 2-0 and under Dion. Is it just a hype machine, or is this for real? They got a bad Colorado State team this weekend. Then they got Oregon and Southern Cal back-to-back. That's when we find out how good Dion's defense is. The offense is good. I mean, Shadur Sanders, at quarterback, they've got some good receivers, a nice running back. They're going to put up points. Colorado's going to put up points. Can they stop anybody? They couldn't stop TCU. They still won the game. 
They stopped Nebraska, but so did Minnesota. I don't know. Nebraska has quarterback issues as well. But Colorado, they got one more week of everybody loving primetime, and then we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for Dion. I'm not pulling for the way he does things, okay? If Colorado's relevant, it's good for college football. If Deion Sanders has put, shown a spotlight on college football, that's good for the game. But the way he got rid of all those players that were in Colorado when he got there in front of the media, that's I, I got a bad taste in my mouth about all of that. Miami upset Texas A&M. The Canes are on the UofL schedule this year in Miami. Miami put up 48 on Texas A&M, 48-33 to 33, uh, over the Bobby Petrino-led offense of Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. Clemson, 66 on Charleston Southern, and for that, they fall out of the top 25. And I mentioned Western Kentucky's win over Houston Christian. All right, NFL overreactions after the break. I got a bunch of them. And we got a little time to get them in. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Monday. Louisville Bats. Took the last two in the uh, six-game set with St. Paul, three, four to three, and three to two on Saturday and Sunday. That's off today. They'll be back in action tomorrow at Durham for a six-game set. You can listen to Matt or uh, Nick Curran, not Matt Curran, Nick Curran. Call all the action right here on the Big X. Uh, recap of t- Tony and Big Al the Fish's NFL locks. Boy, I thought. I thought these dudes were going to go 5-0 and at one point. Um, they did not, for the record. But I thought, man, look at these picks. They had Detroit Thursday, plus a six. Didn't need the points against the Chiefs. They had Arizona plus, six, plus seven against Washington. That was a cover, a pretty easy cover, actually. And Cleveland plus two over the Bengals. Cleveland won that game by three touchdowns. Houston plus 10 against Baltimore. Um, It's not a bad beat, but it was closer than the final score of 25 to 9. And then New England and Philadelphia, they had the Patriots plus 4. Philly wins by 5. Yikes. Those hurt. Those always hurt. All right, uh, before I get to the NFL, some Reds news here. The uh, Reds are now... One and a half out of the wild card race after losing two of three at home over the weekend to the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Reds gained a game last night, actually, as the Diamondbacks lost to the Cubs. Uh, right now in the National League, Phillies are, gonna, are in, Cubs are in. The Diamondbacks would be in if the season ended today. Marlins are half game back. They open a set in Milwaukee today, so Reds fans are now Brewers fans this uh, early this week. The uh, Giants are a game and a half back, tied with the Reds. The uh, Giants will be playing at home against Cleveland uh, interleague play this week. Uh, The Reds, meanwhile, are off today. They will start a three-game set in Detroit tomorrow. 
and then three over the weekend in New York against the New York Mets. Those three teams are, those four teams are fighting for the last playoff spot. Arizona, Miami, San Francisco, Cincinnati. So uh, go Reds, go, I guess. Because uh, tough week here, tough week. They lost games that they needed to win. Um, and now that you go on the road, which it's always tougher on the road, but Detroit and the New York Mets are teams that theoretically, theoretically, you should you should beat. That's it. All right, it's overreaction Monday in the NFL. And I got a lot of overreactions. This happens every year. First game in the books, preseason is out of the way, and everybody thinks this could be the year. Now, NFL, historically, half of the teams that make the playoffs don't make the playoffs the following year. There are new teams that make the playoffs. So you always feel like your team has a chance. I think if you're Arizona fan, if you're Houston fan, if you're Carolina fan, you kind of know, hey, look, this is rebuilding year. If you're Arizona, maybe we're tanking for Caleb Williams. So other than those three teams, everybody thinks they got a shot to make the playoffs. Dallas Cowboys beat down the Giants last night 40 to nothing. 40 to nil. It was an absolute mismatch on the Giants' home field. In the rain, at the end of the game, you could hear the Cowboy fans in the crowd. That's how bad it was. Dallas is going to the Super Bowl. That is Dallas Cowboy fan reaction today. We're going to the Super Bowl. New York Giant fan reaction is, I'm throwing everything that I have that has New York Giants on it into the trash and putting it out on the curb for the for the garbage men to take away. I'm throwing out my leather helmet. I'm throwing out my Giants pennant, my Phil Sims trading card. I'm throwing it all out because the Giants stink and they're never going anywhere. It's one game, but we overreact. In Cincinnati, Joe Burrow got the, why did we pay him that money? This game was all about the weather. All about the weather. Terrible weather in Cleveland. Joe Burrow is not a running quarterback. Deshaun Watson can still run the football. Joe Mixon could not get running. Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the NFL. He had a great game. T. Higgins didn't catch a pass for the Bengals. Joe Burrow didn't play in the preseason for the Bengals. There were timing issues with Jamar Chase as well. The defense was okay, gave up some second-half touchdowns. We're going to overreact. We're going to say that ah, uh, it was fun being in those AFC championship games and in that Super Bowl. Man. We, gave this, we got this guy for seven more years. He was terrible yesterday. Yes, he was. He didn't play in the preseason. He didn't play in the preseason because of an injury. He's back. He'll be back. He'll be better. But you better get better quickly because the Bengals have Baltimore next week. Bengals have Baltimore in the jungle. You start with two divisional games, Cleveland and Baltimore. If you lose them both, you are now way behind the eight ball because they are divisional games. Keep in mind, the Bengals won their last eight regular season games last year. 
Slow start last year. Games that came down to the wire. This game did not come down to the wire. Cleveland was the better team. 24-3 was the final. I already talked about Green Bay. Green Bay fans overreacting as well. Aaron who? Jordan Love is the next Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was the next Brett Favre. Brett Favre was the next Bart Starr. We love our quarterbacks in Green Bay. And he was good yesterday. But how good are the Bears? They're still the Bears. They're still the Bears. I like the Packers' defense. Jair Alexander, if he stays healthy, maybe, along with Sauce Gardner, best cornerbacks in the league. Aaron Jones tweaks a hamstring on a touchdown catch yesterday. Doesn't get back in the game. He's got to stay healthy. He was really good yesterday. Miami Dolphin fan. (laughs) Settle down. Best offense ever. Greatest show on turf. We are the 99 St. Louis Rams. We got Tua, Tua, by the way, Tua Tangavailoa, if you're scoring at home, is now co-favorite on DraftKings to win MVP with Patrick Mahomes. Speaking of reaction, you know, Chiefs dynasty is over. Tua is now co-favorite to win MVP. He threw for 466, three touchdowns, in a 36-34 win over the Chargers. Chargers continue to be snake-bitten. Tyreek Hill had over 200 yards receiving and a couple of touchdowns. And that offense was incredible. Nobody's talking about the Dolphins' defense today. They gave up 34 points. Yes, offense was great. Track meet, the two-headed monster running back, Mostert, Raheem Mostert. They were great. Nobody's talking about the defense. You got to play defense in this league. And that's why Dallas and San Francisco and even New England might be some of the happiest teams today because they played really good. And Cleveland. Cleveland's got Miles Garrett. They got two number one first-round picks in the secondary, led by Denzel Ward. That Cleveland defense really good. You can have great offense, and Miami might have great offense. you got to stop the other team or you're not going anywhere. Rams overreaction. They're back, baby. Matthew Stafford. That was one of my losses. My two NFL losses on the six-pack were bad losses. Bad losses. Seattle giving points, losing at home to the Rams 30-13. to I had Seattle, and I had the Giants. My only winner was San Francisco. And it was an easy winner. But the Rams think they're – Cooper Cup didn't play yesterday. He's on IR. Stafford was great. They had the kid from BYU who had 11 catches. The running game was good with Cam Akers. Um, Sean McVay still the coach. He didn't stay because they're tanking for Caleb Williams. He stayed because he, he wants to win. Stafford's healthy – Rams looked good yesterday. The teams that think it's over right now, Pittsburgh, New York Giants, Minnesota. Minnesota lost to Tampa Bay at home. These fans are jumping off the bridge today. Steelers, 
Hey, Kenny Pickett had five drives in the preseason. They were all touchdowns. Uh, not yesterday. Not with the 49ers. 49ers, Brock Purdy after the injury, and he looked good. McCaffrey looked great. That offense, if they can put up any numbers at all, San Francisco might have the best defense in the league. Dallas looked good last night. I got to see more. I got to see more from all these teams, and that's why it's overreaction Monday. We got to see more from all of these teams. Quarterbacks with new teams. Derek Carr wins for the Raiders. Baker Mayfield wins for Tampa Bay. Jimmy Garoppolo wins for the Raiders. Carr wins for New Orleans, I should have said. Buffalo and the Jets tonight. ABC and ESPN. Buffalo, two-point favorite. Give me the Jets and the points to win outright tonight. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. WXVW, Jeffersonville.